0: So if you're running like a slick and you get shot three times with ACP rip, you die in the stomach. Someone hits you three times with ACP rip in the stomach, you die. Oh, It's stomach, insane. Yeah, I it, I can it's insane. That, yeah. Because of the 150% like, increase, it's mental. But I mean, it's still like five to the leg or something. It's, it's like it's completely bonkers, that that round. It's, it's crazy. Is it
1: five? I thought it was four. I think it, it's either four, four or five. Yeah, I was going to say four. Now I'm like, okay, that, that might be worth investigating. <laughs>
0: Dude, this, this thing's port. like a, it's like 1,100 RPM. It's, I it's, know. It, it's crazy, it's dude. It's absolutely insane.
1: Welcome to Scab Talk, an Escape from Tarkov podcast with a we'll focus on the continued development of the game, fashion analysis, crafting, and general gameplay discussions. My name is Church. I'm an editor for
0: Airwing Marine. And my name is GigaBeef, an Escape from Tarkov YouTuber, who, for those who listening on audio can't see the ridiculous amounts of boxes around me at the moment because i am in the process of moving and um my life is chaotic but it's all good and welcome back to the show um a bit of a rambly intro but you know what it's all good how are you church what's going on what's been going on this week
1: i'm good man Uh, a lot of stuff has been happening in the tarkov world i love it it's i wanted to play today i didn't get time to i got to play a little bit on Tuesday um Mm -hmm. because i think stuff that we'll get into like the dynamic loot stuff that's like that's kind of a huge deal because the implications there is that you know it's changing where you it's it's directly affecting player behavior you know it's it's gonna change how you go and loot the map and that's like a big you know it's like the fights can get kind of dull in the same typical spots so when it's changing like this it's more dynamic it makes everything dynamic i think but we'll get exactly. into that i'm sure i'm sure so i got to play uh, i was curious i did an interchange i died once to kill it because i forgot he can spawn literally anywhere <laughs> and yes I, so i got murdered in the garage like a minute <laughs> after spawn <laughs> i went to one tap the scaven ahead and he just turns at me and yells and shoots me I'm like oh that's
0: killer <laughs> yeah I, I think a lot of people have been caught by that but it's because people aren't really expecting him because you you're kind of on guard in the center of the mall before you know that it might be a possibility but when you're just like cuz and he doesn't have any voice lines either right he doesn't have any specific voice lines and i think that's yeah. what gets people because they think oh there's a scav shouting and then you suddenly just get mown down with like rpk and Goldnick, and you're like oh my god yeah yeah like, <laughs> It's just completely, um, completely insane. Yeah, I mean, my, I mean, yeah, with, with like, you know, when you, whenever you're moving, it's just insane. Like, I've had very little time to actually uh, go in and do some stuff, but I have been playing like some scav runs just around like various other things. I've actually played like way more scav than I than I usually do, which is kind of interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And like, you know, some stuff in interchange, whatever. So there's, like my, uh, I mean, we'll talk about it again the the, um, the dynamic loot stuff, but um, my experience is all coming from like the scav side, which is quite quite interesting um but yeah i had some like funny funny moments just like r- literally when i was just like right i have like you know a couple of minutes or something i'll just like smash a scav through factory or whatever and i had had one like proper like benny hill style chase through factory because like i bumped into Tagilla on my way to extract and he's like chased me around the whole map with a hammer and i'm like dude why why are you like this like i'm not trying to shoot you or anything and i had to actually managed to outrun him through like Various like weaving up, down stairs, round things, whatever, and finally managed to lose him. It was just like, dear God, this guy's like, you know, I ran out of stamina at one point. And I really thought that was it, but um, he was insistent upon chasing me with the hammer and didn't want to shoot me, so I managed to just just about survive. There's um, you know, the section where there's like the big like uh container thing and there's a little cubby behind it, um, it's kind of next to the sky bridge, not the actual, yes, yeah, the sky stairs kind of section, um. Where you've got like the wooden floor at the at the bottom, and if you come out of one of the doors, there's like a blue metal container straight of, straight ahead of you, um, and you can go behind it. It's like a little like there's like a tiny little like hidey hole behind. It was like around that area where there's like the weapons crate and there's the diagonal fence that's fallen over. That was the bit that like saved me because you know his his pathing's not good enough to you know run over that bit and do like proper parkour. <laughs> so um, that was it. But he chased me like all the way through the underground stuff. It was actually terrifying. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's basically, that's basically been it, been it for me this week. I mean, other than that, like. The other thing, that, you know, I always love the economy. I mean, uh, last week, me, me and I we basically just like nerded out about the economy for the whole time. And um, so, you know, I've just been like keeping a track of prices, like what's been going on, because it's because um, interesting. I'm still trying to fill up my um, Bitcoin farm. And like one of the biggest things that I've noticed about some of the changes is just because now people can't just like systematically farm GPUs, just all the prices have just like gone vertical. So they're up to like, you know, 800K or something, where they were like 600 before. I was like happy buying them at 600 each time. I still need like 19 and I'm just kind of holding off. Because I don't know whether this is like permanent or not. If it's permanent, they're going to stay here. If it's not, they're going to drop back when people can then like refarm them in the tech stores. So I'm like just sort of chilling and just like waiting. Because the, the incremental advantage for me personally, or what I see anyway from adding those cards now, like each card from like, you know, I've got 31 in there or something. Like if you have go from 31 to 50, it doesn't really like it takes a long time to like make that money back. You know what I mean? So I don't mind right. waiting like maybe a week or two weeks or something to see if something settles. because... The money's not. I'm not going to make the money back of like 19 cards times like 200k rubles or something. If it does drop back to 600, so I'm willing to wait and and we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I've kind of been looking at the economy changes because I've spent most of my time in my stash. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting because I was chatting with airwing and we were looking at some of the Tarkov market analytics and some of the high end stuff, like GPUs, for example. They spiked in price, mm-hmm. uh, uh, assumingly because there was lower supply of them yeah um but other items uh also like lower in price like uh i want to say what was it
0: i can't I've remember but some like common meds. Meds oh really? okay. from like 13 to like 11 10 something like that and i actually couldn't really figure out why um same with wires wires were like you could almost always get wires out for 10k each and now they're pretty much systematically eight i thought it was like the Weekend effect as well, maybe because everyone's just, like selling all their stuff. And then I waited like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. I had like 60 wires to sell that I'd like been crafting and just like saving up. And eventually I just dumped them all at like 8K because I was like, well, they're taking a load of space. And like my thesis on that it was the weekend hasn't come through. So I, you know, I just give me the money. Um, but it's still, you know, it's, it's still worth it. That's fine. Um, because you can get like the power cores are kind of also cheaper so it's, it's weird yeah some stuff's gone down and i'm i'm not hugely sure why i think like i was like speculating that maybe it's because they're like you know their inputs to other things that are now harder to find and so those prices have gone up So it's not worth it as much but i didn't do like a deep dive into like which trades were particularly involved or which crafts were particularly involved i was like well maybe people are finding less augmented and stuff so um or maybe sorry maybe more augmented um I don't know, and so it's driving down Parliament's price. I, I I don't really know, but there's yeah, it does seem like some stuff's gone down. Is there any like particular standouts? Uh, of God, items of like, items that have gone down like a lot. Is there anything that's gone down a bunch? I only noticed like some stuff has gone down like t- one or two k. I didn't notice anything like super crazy that's gone lower.
1: Um, I can't remember. Airwing is saying like why are CPU fans things that are PCs have like mm-hmm. dropped in price? At least I think that's what he's saying. Um. And I wonder, like, part of me wonders if like, so you can't find the valuable loot, so you go for like these container loots, like duffel bags, and and more people are doing that. So yeah. that's more of those types of items come out of Raid, so they're flying the market, so the price is falling. I wonder if that's part of it too, but I, I don't know. I mean, according to Nikita himself, the actual loot has not changed, it's just been spread out across the map. I think it's the best way to say it,
0: which which kind of makes sense right? It, it is you know the what is the proportion of loot on a map that gets looted? I would imagine it's probably i mean this is a pure <laughs> guess, but I imagine it's probably somewhere in the region of like ten to twenty five percent of all loot on the map actually gets taken out, and that might be mm-hmm. being like you know kind, so yeah, if you then change the concentration of the loot to be like may imagine you make it completely equal across the whole map, then it right. is effectively a loot nerf because people don't take all the loot out so that's i i saw that there was actually a big buff of some of the like uh rare stuff um mm. gpus and a few other things pro- possibly to counter that because it's like oh yeah look the loot's all on the map but because like because because it can be anywhere and people aren't just going to scour everything then people aren't finding it as frequently and so it has kind of the same effect as removing the loot in some ways um i think that's like another another thing but um yeah look it's um it's super interesting um and there's, yeah, there's just been, like, a, a ton, there's just a ton of stuff, there's a ton of stuff. Where where do you, where do you want to, where do you want to start? I, I wanted to touch on the economy first, but there's, like, a whole load of other things to, to talk about. Um, let's see, so, like, I'd kind of, like, written down a few bits and pieces. Oh, I guess we're, we're talking about interchange and stuff, like, the killer spawns thing I thought was particularly interesting, because I w- was looking at that Reddit thread, um, that I, and I tweeted that out as well about like how his spawns have like changed dramatically across Interchange. And as you mentioned it, you got killed by him too. And it's um it's interesting to see that like, you know, 30% of the time he still will be where he used to be. So it's not like, it's I mean, it's dramatic, 70, 70% of the time he won't be. But, um you know, it's not like everywhere. And, um you know, mad props to the guys who went out and did like 100 raids in offline to go yeah. and like check out where he was. Because that's really the, the best way to do this kind of stuff now is, you know heuristic approach you just have to go and do it and see where he is and there are like clusters of places if you want to hunt him you can still kind of do it in like a semi-organized sort of way you don't need to look everywhere like he's not going to spawn outside for example um but it's i think it's better i think it's good because you know they're sort of disrupting those like classic player pathways i think like it's a funny one i think that sometimes map flow is good but too much of like a map structure is is bad so like you know map like customs has like relatively decent map flow whereas interchange is like it's so rigid you start on the outside you go to the inside you're either killer farming you're graphics card farming or maybe yeah. you're just doing something else like with the vast majority of slots taken up by people with like very specific things to do previously i think it was like too rigid the the way that that flow worked is like kind of too obvious and not fun enough not dynamic enough whereas the, this is super cool because it kind of yeah as you say spreads people out and makes them do different stuff so So that's good. I haven't actually done the killer quest yet, and I know people are saying that obviously makes it. Well, I don't know. People are saying that makes it harder to farm 100 killer kills, which is is understandable. But whether it makes it easier to do the kill killer the boss once and get his helmet, because you're not fighting against you know when you do find him, you're probably not fighting against like every other person on the map simultaneously. Yeah. So that might be a benefit when I actually get around to bothering. Yeah, that's a good
1: point. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Definitely for the 100 kills, it's a nerf, but for that single one it arguably is a buff because that way you're competing against less killer farmers you know look like the, the, the consistency has been removed
0: yeah uh, exactly. i think a good thing
1: I, exactly. I did see that that map and i kind of wish he did spawn up by tech light or like patrolled the tech light because that's like such a hot spot for because you have the, the gpus and then the LedX and the medical room like i've always thought killer should spawn there but Anyways, it's I, I like I like the change. I'm all I'm all for less static raids.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Uh, I, I thought we could talk about uh, the Reddit posts Nikita did on uh, the fourth, where he sort of like broke down some information of what's going on behind the scenes. Oh
0: yeah, was this just like the general update that he put out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see. I think I still have. Do I still have this up? I, I definitely had it up at one point. I, still have, I, I can kind of remember what he said anyway. Um, it's in the, the notes. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's here. I got it. I got it.
1: I wouldn't put yeah. the links because I was just like, bullet points are not going to cut it because there's so oh, many, exactly. There's
0: so much stuff. Exactly. And this is kind of a roadmap, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So. <clears throat> is it was
1: 11.5. It's going to be some like quality of life stuff, because I think he was talking about that. Uh, very recently in a podcast but um 12.6 sorry 12.11.6 unity 19 migration and DLS support i'm really excited for that
0: uh, yes i think that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be huge right like the unity 2019 migration we might not see any changes like up front but they've been talking about this for so long and it's going to just give them so much more leverage like people have asked him you know, what does this change? And, you know, how is this going to help? And it's just like, it just helps with everything. And you know, there's just so many things that they can do now that you know, there's better ways of, of optimizing different bits and pieces. So that's going to be super cool. And the fact that it's coming with DLSS, like, you know, I was, well, I'm going to say, I'm yeah, a lot of people were disappointed with the fact that like Reflex was announced on its own. Um, to be honest with you, like, I'm not, I, I don't actually keep up with like the hardware suit like that much. I'm not a massive hardware guy. Like I can hold my own and like, build a pc what i need to but i'm not like mm. I, don't, I don't follow it avidly um so when i looked into it i was like oh this is you know this is a kind of a, a cool thing um and given it's you know i, I can get access to it it's, it's fantastic and but the dlss does seem to be like the deal free frames basically really, yeah so that could be we'll see yeah we'll see but like uh, yeah I'm, I'm excited about that. that that should be that should be good um i think because yeah. like once it's in as well like they can you know make tweaks because i think they've already tweaked reflex once or twice as well, they've like added they some stuff. I just did
1: update recently. It was like a fifty percent overall increase in, or uh, I guess decrease in input latency. Yeah, it's, it was it's fifty percent improvement.
0: So I do feel nice. sorry for everybody running AMD though. um I was I was like running. I switched to Nvidia for this build because of the encoding stuff. Really, yeah, it wasn't for any of this other stuff, and it's just kind of like has come along as a really nice bonus. But like. You know, I did a video with with like Reflex in it and stuff, and um, I had a ton of comments being just people being like, "But it's so unfair!" Like, you know, if you don't have an Nvidia card, then it just puts everyone else at a disadvantage. I'm just like, I mean, yeah, like <laughs> that's that's you know the nature of technology. I'm afraid it's just how it is.
1: Well, I do think AMD is coming out with their own um, DLSS like feature, but it's not software developer. Uh, proprietary. It's just mm-hmm. AMD's version of it through its own drivers and whatnot. So you wouldn't it will not have to be like specifically added support for yeah. specific games. It's just more generic,
0: not as good, but still
1: there's there's that.
0: Yeah. Eventually, we will see. We'll see. It'd be nice to get a bit more kind of you know parity across the player base rather than just like eighty and eighty. Everyone who doesn't yeah. use an Nvidia card. Yeah. But... And then, and then, bullet point number three. Patch twelve point twelve. I don't know when we're gonna like I was I was watching, you know, I've been watching Nice Guy's been like spamming out. He's like got a minigun videos, <laughs> he's just like all these updates, it's crazy. But you know, even he doesn't really know when 12.12 is gonna be. We haven't seen anything about lighthouse yet. I'm kind of with him, we haven't seen anything about it, you know, be surprised if we get it before like Christmas or something. Um so we'll have to see. But you know, lighthouse location, daily quests, inertia, voip, the next weapons malfunctions iteration. And then other new weapons and whatever. Like this is this is a humongous patch.
1: I'm I'm willing to say we probably won't get all of that stuff, but um, yeah. I I I'm anticipating possibly Christmas. We will see because he was just on, and we'll get into this later. Possibly he was just on the community podcast with the you know like emissaries and whatnot. And if I recall, they are. They have been, because of COVID, because of things of that nature, people are taking vacations. They want to do a crunch period um, for this next short period of time, by the end of the year, I think. So I'm anticipating they're going to really push to get this out. Some type yeah. of major content update. We'll see if it all makes it in. But
0: Yeah, exactly. Like guess My I'm... guess would be, because there's like ETS tests of Inertia and VoIP, my guess would be that we probably get both. I think. I think we'll pretty much certainly get inertia because they've been talking about it so long, and they're going to put that into yeah. the test. VoIP, I actually don't know whether that's going to make it in or not. I imagine it would if there's going to be a test for it. Um, I think like he, again, there's been so much that he's been on, and so much that he said recently. Was there the Russian? Was it the Russian cast where he was talking about lighthouse and about how only part of it's going to make it in because I think there's going to be four bosses, but then the in raid trader yes. is not going to be there. Right. Um, there's some stuff that's been cut, but you know we will. He says we will see it, and I, I think we probably will see that in some form. But whether all of it comes in or not, I, I well, he said that some of it's not going to be there, so I don't know. i'm We're just going to have to see. But four bosses. I mean, <laughs> it's uh It sounds yeah. It sounds that's kind of great. And apparently,
1: cool. it's going to be half the size of Shoreline. Sounds uh, So people, speculating it's going to be more of a linear map as well, mm. kind of like how old customs used to be. Yeah. Yeah, so that's gonna be interesting, and there's supposedly gonna be four bosses on there. <laughs> that's gonna be really interesting.
0: Yeah, I guess like they're not all gonna spawn at once because you know the, right now we only have a thirty percent chance to spawn. So we'll see. You know, maybe once, maybe you'll get you know it's kind of like one or two parade kind of thing, and like the rare raid you'll get all of them. I, I don't know how it's gonna work, but we'll we'll see. It could be it could be super fun. Honestly, like the thing that I'm looking forward to the most. I know like tons of people are looking forward to inertia. I'm really, I'm just looking forward to VoIP. I really am. I'm looking forward to VoIP. Now that they really. put in Scav Karma, I really think VoIP will be... I think it's going to make some interactions much richer. I really do. And Inertia yeah. kind of fixes, like, you know, Shift-W... It sort of, like, helps... I'm going to say fixes, but it kind of, like, helps steer Shift-W kind of gameplay into the more of the place where Nikita wants it to be, which is fine, and that's okay. But I don't think it's going to... Obviously it's gonna be very different mechanics wise, but like the maps are gonna be the same, the guns are gonna be the same, you know, there's gonna be like maybe more ADS time or something in general, and people are gonna move around a bit slower and stuff, and you can't just jiggle peek, but like these are like the minute mechanics of the gunfights, which people will just like it'll come in the game, people get used to it, and then people it'll never like people will forget what it was like before. Which okay. is kind of why, like, I feel like VoIP's more, much more like transformational in that sense. Yeah, um, and I was actually kind of see talking what you're to saying. people. Yeah, I was talking to some people recently about, like, you know, oh what about the toxicity? And do you think it's going to be super toxic and whatever? And I was like, I just don't. I actually don't think so. I think there's going to be limited situations where it can be really toxic, so long as you die immediately. Um, with your voice so as long as the voice like you get shot and the voice is gone and you don't hear anything either because the most toxic thing is going to be like somebody stood over your body being like oh, gg dude thanks for the loot because that's going to basically make you throw your computer out the window and never want to play again and so yeah so those are i think those are going to be the worst things because the rest of it like people who are going to be toxic to each other clearly going to be shooting at each other right and so those interactions are going to be short by definition because one of the parties going to end up being dead and so the only times where it's going to be like maybe toxic is two people sat in two rooms next to each other and one guy's like come out i dare you you know you know all this kind of stuff but it's gonna be more like trash talking i think it, you know in the main that part, might actually be all right um that,
1: i like that part because i feel like that adds to the immersion like, yeah for me personally like or if some just... guys
0: just like come back
1: i'm gonna get you you know yeah, like yeah, running to
0: just... resort, or whatever but then i think the longer interactions where people do actually team up i think those will because they're not going to, they won't be toxic. Because otherwise, it'll end up with someone killing somebody. So, I feel that those interactions are going to be that are more meaningful, will last longer anyway. So that will make up the larger majority of of that kind of thing. Just because of the way you know people are cooperating, they're going to be cooperating for an extended period of time. If you're not cooperating, you just shoot each other in the head, and that's it. And maybe what some person just says "gg noob" and that's it. I just don't see how the toxicity could like persist, you know. Like how you how could you both be alive for ages and still being you know shouting crap down each other's things or whatever unless it's like scavs because no one wants to kill each other for scav karma I I don't, I don't know but I think it might be okay after the first week or something like people are gonna troll yeah but I think after the first week I think it's gonna be alright
1: I just I don't know I'm I'm like I'm more more worried about the culture or like the meta game of it and and I'll, like for scav I think it makes really good sense because there is sort of like this motivating player behavior driven rule set to like work together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you don't work together, then you get punished. Right. Or I guess if you like kill each other, um, you get punished. So you're sort of like already being motivated. This would just like help you work together essentially. But like for PMCs, there is no real motivating driving force to work together other than like you know wanting the desire to work together i guess you know what i mean
0: but i think so, like you know the conversations we've had before about rust and stuff you can get that emergent behavior even though people can kill each other you know it's like what people have said all oh, the, the miracle of two people working together with no reason to and the fact that you can kill each other you know like for sure the, for sure it's at times like when you know you spot some guy in factory and you run around the corner and he's like trying to fix the tool thing and you're just like hey bro what's going on you know you're just trying to fix the do the quest or whatever um i actually got killed the other day because i thought somebody was trying to do the tool thing and then they opened opened fire at me with like an aps auto pistol or something and i was like oh good lord like, <laughs> i let the guy live and then like i had a firefight with him and got killed by someone else down glass corridor but like if i'd been able to be like oh are you doing your quest and the guy would be like no, I'm coming to get you with this pistol, bro. You know, whatever. It was it would have been um it would have been a more interesting experience. Like there's a couple of situations where it would have been nice in. I don't think it's gonna be used all the time, honestly. This is the thing. For PMC, I don't think it's going to be used all the time, but the times when it is going to be used, I think it's gonna add so much depth. I really do. I think it's gonna yeah. add so much depth.
1: I, I, my fear is that because there is no you know, like driving like there is no rule set to work together, like we might. I don't remember if we talked about this or not, but it's like if I kill you and I betray you stabbing you back, that doesn't really carry over into like the other raids. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's like why I think there might be room for people to sort of realize this and take advantage of the system. You know what I mean? Because there's like I basically could like betray you and just. It like never really happened, you know what I mean? It's just I don't know. It's kind of weird because it's not like in those other open world games where it's all like connected, it's all seamless, interconnected. You yeah. that action stays within that world, you know what I mean? So it's like ah, oh, that douchebag Booty Slayer sixty nine, he lives, you know, down over there, you know what I mean? I, I'm never, you know, it doesn't really the it's disconnected. It's like a disconnected timeline. So it just yeah. I'm I'm fearful that it will be used in that manner
0: it almost kind of like makes it more meaningful though then doesn't it if some if people do work together and there's always the fear that somebody you know is completely risk-free you can just pop the guy in the back of the head you know there's always that fear Paranoia. so i don't know i think it's we'll have to see it's going to be interesting i don't know i I just don't know but um i
1: I agree with your sentiment that it is it is very transformational this mm. opens up so like it change It like could change the game completely like it just adds such a a second layer of depth like now you have the depth of like personalities or you know social a social layer which is awesome which is the mmo factor like that's it's good I, yeah it's gonna
0: be great yeah <laughs> yeah no i think it's gonna be good i think it's gonna be good um okay so that's gonna be like the massive the massive patch so hopefully well we'll, we'll just yeah. have to see what comes through with that and then um and then after that i mean he's listed what quality of life other stuff um and then, bah, 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 bah. oh, yeah, and then the three new modules to anti-cheat. Um, the war is not over, <laughs> basically what he said. Yeah. The next four months are hard and important, events, podcasts, and other related activities. So, you know, the usual stuff, the continued events, which we love, we've talked about at length, um, other podcasts. I mean, he's been pretty vocal in general after making this. You know, he's on on with, you know, Russian magazine. He's on this, you know, the um, community podcast. It's, uh, yeah. he's been on with Veritas and, uh, and Jesse. It's, it's... um. He's been and
1: all over the place i think they are going to be doing a their own podcast a bsg yeah. official one and they will be showcasing a uh, lighthouse because we haven't seen any screenshots or anything that's gonna be so, fun um, yeah i'm excited for that dude
0: <laughs> you know what i'm actually really excited for another map because when reserve came out i was i can't remember exactly what i was doing but i was doing like other stuff and i just didn't really play it and so it kind of didn't get like that, you know, completely new map experience. And I'm excited to actually get in on the ground on on a new one because like I left Reserve for ages until kind of like towards the back end of the of last wipe to like properly like sit down and get some play time on it. Um, it was well after the like Underground expansion came to Reserve that I actually got into the map, you know, genuinely. Um, I think partly just because there were no quests, and I was I think that was the, I think it was the wipe I was doing Kappa, so I was like really focused on like doing doing those quests and there was just nothing on reserve so i just never played so uh, yeah i'm excited to get in on the ground with it and, and see what happens it's gonna be it's gonna be fun yeah it's, it's gonna be fun um but yeah he's uh, nikita's been a been a busy guy and we'll uh, we'll see what happens there um
1: so i wanted to get your thoughts on yeah. the black limb that was
0: reworked <laughs> okay so the black limb thing is very interesting um i actually because I know you know, Veritas was, has been talking about the Black Limb yeah. stuff a bunch. And it was kind of like in tandem. I was like hearing his explanation kind of at the same time. And it's um, it's funny because I had always assumed that the system that is now in place had always been the case. I was never under the impression that it was the way that it used to be. And I have mm. always hated leg meta and always thought that it didn't Work. I don't know whether this is just you know this could just be coincidence that I'm just not very good at it. But I've always thought the leg matter was underwhelming, and every time I've tried it, it doesn't work anywhere near as well as I thought it would. You know what I mean? And then to find out, yeah, actually, there's some you know, technicalities around it. So for yeah, you know, for people who you know, aren't following, I'm um, following this stuff. You know, blow by blow, the way the black limb system used to work. You get a blacked you know arm or something, and then. When you get shot in that shot in the arm, it, you only get seventy percent of the damage dealt across the rest of your body. But what it does is it, it effectively distributes it across like each body part because it just it, it takes the it takes the body parts as like a percentage of the whole or something. So it basically means that like mm-hmm. any other black limbs or the arm itself take some of that splash damage on, which means that then if you're just a head and a torso. And you get shot in the black arm. Some of it goes to the other black arm, the black leg, the other black leg, and because they have zero health, they can't take any more damage. So it means that your head and your torso hardly take any damage in splashover. Whereas now, all the damage gets redistributed. Now, I always, I always thought this was the case. And this is actually really, um, this is actually really fortuitous because the video that I have going out tomorrow has a calculation in it that I wrote into the video on like Monday or something exactly the way it is now because i misunderstood how it worked so the video <laughs> was wrong and as of like tuesday or wednesday or something it is right. now correct <laughs> which is hilarious um because i genuinely thought it always distributed it so, so
1: correct me if i'm wrong i was under the impression that let's say you had a black head and you had a black leg if you ran on that black leg you would take damage and it would spread to all the parts. And again, this to remind you, this is the old, the old way used to work, and you would die from that tick because it would damage the limb, and it would spread, and it would go to the blacked head, and then you would die from that. I might be wrong about that, but I thought that's how I, that used to work.
0: I, I can't remember. I know, I know for a fact that if you ran a black... not even ran. If you walked a black leg into a barbed wire that damage would spread and kill you for sure. I think it did. I can't remember, though. I actually can't remember because it happened so infrequently because you have to get... Yeah. I feel like get... it did isn't. I feel like if you bled down to zero, I don't think it killed you if you were at zero because the distribution of damage ended up not actually damaging the head from another... Part again. I, I actually, I can't remember. I actually, actually can't. Yeah, remember. I don't it, know. Because now it doesn't kill you, right? For sure. I don't because, know because because I, now the head's blacked. The... Yeah, because now I, I would have to test it, but like now the head's black. I, I would expect it wouldn't kill you because now that the head is blacked already, it now it takes wouldn't. zero damage. because yeah, it gets redistributed yeah. to all of the, the the body parts that have right. Health. Yeah, and that's so the now, thing. Because you could yeah.
1: technically be if you get a bleed in your chest and a bleed in your head, and it reaches the zero. Assuming you don't get shot in those parts at all, yep. you're technically invulnerable if they shoot you in your arms or legs. They have to hit you in that zero part, because none of the damage will go to
0: that zero. Oh, are, that you, are, you, are you referring to are you referring to like the bug, the way that it was like bugged when it first came out? Because like I know, when, I, know well, when I think that's how it works appeared. now. Well, I know when it, so when they first put it in place,
1: <laughs> you a limb that was
0: a limb that was blacked distributed at precisely no damage to the rest of the body at all yeah
1: no i'm not referring to that no that was was hilarious
0: that was that was (laughs) super super funny and definitely not the way it's supposed to be but like yeah it distributes it you're saying like when you say invulnerable though you mean like your health has to go to naught across your whole body before you die despite having a blacked head and getting shot in the arm that was also blacked is that what you mean
1: yeah well i think i'm basically saying that if you have a blacked head or a black chest or both they have to hit you in that spot to kill you. They can, they can mag dump your, assuming your total pool stays above zero, but they yes. can like mag dump your arm and it wouldn't, none of the, none of the damage is going to ever distribute to the black chest or blacked yeah. head. Cause that's the new rule. It's like blacked limbs don't receive any damage. Mm-hmm. It all gets spread to the other parts. Cause yeah. before it used to, go I guess it would like go to the blacked like a part of damage would go to the blacked limb and it would be null like it wouldn't do anything you know it was like a bug I guess and maybe that's why leg meta did feel underwhelming so I'm curious have you tried any leg meta stuff I've seen some clips and I'm like uh oh
0: (laughs) I have (laughs) wanted to so when I when I next get back on it um the part of the problem is that I feel like everybody's gonna be doing it so it's not gonna be like entertaining but I want to get back on um there's kind of two guns that I want to use. One is obviously like the ACP vector, because it's like it is outrageous. So like the, the the next video I've got coming up just like a little teaser is um is a an armor one, it's like a level five armor one, but I go into like mm-hmm. I ended up I ended up like probably biting off a bit more than I wanted to to be honest and ended up it's like fifteen minutes, which is quite long for mine, especially when they're like technical stuff. And I went into like all the mechanics, everything, everything to do double fire. <laughs> Any everything I could think about. I like wrote down everything and I went through everything. Um and because of like the so if you're running like a slick and you get shot three times with ACP rip, you die in the stomach. Someone hits you three times with ACP rip in the stomach, you die. Oh, it's stomach, insane. Yeah, I it, I can it's insane. That, yeah. Because of the 150% like increase, it's mental. But I mean it's still like five to the leg or something. It's it's like it's completely bonkers that, that round. It's, it's crazy. Is it
1: five? I thought it was four. I think it, it's either four, four or five. Yeah, I was gonna say four. Now I'm like, okay, that, that might be worth investigating.
0: <laughs> Dude, this thing's the like fort... a, it's like eleven 1, hundred RPM. It's I it's, know it, it's crazy, it's dude. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, because it does it does one hundred and thirty seven damage. It does one hundred and thirty seven damage, right? So you know you have what four forty HP, one hundred and thirty seven damage. Yeah, it's four. It's it's near it's nearly three. It's so close to three. One hundred and thirty seven times three well, would is four hundred and eleven. Be... It's so close to three shots.
1: What's the leg multiplier? Is it point nine? When the leg spreads? is one hundred
0: percent. The leg is, is it just, really? that leg is just equal, yeah. The arms is point seven, the legs are hundred percent, and the stomach is one fifty. That's kind of scary. Yeah. So, so this... a yeah, so one, so one stomach and two legs, that will kill you, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you'll die to that. Yeah. So Dude, so, like, this is three. Like leg like thigh, thigh, stomach, you're dead. Slick, whatever, you're dead. Doesn't matter. This Insane. really
1: worries me, because if like I I don't know how I feel about it yet, but just like my gut reaction is like, if the meta becomes aiming at feet, like it's I don't know, it goes against everything that I've you know learned. Yeah, I know. I so it could to be do. In, it could be interesting, but then it then also what that means is like, well, maybe it's going to be only worth wearing packos, you know, like everyone will just go to packos because then it's maybe. like if everyone if everyone goes to high flesh damage
0: then. You, know, you just need something as well. Like, you, you just, know, the yeah.
1: press or whatever. That's what I'm thinking. So I'm just like, uh I don't know how I feel about it. Tricky.
0: I mean, the other one that that I'm interested in using is the P90 with like the like meta round for that. The oh, R37 seven round because that's 90. That's 98 damage. And the P90 offers us wow. like 50 rounds. Right. So you can just go boom, you can just fire someone into their legs. Yes, yeah, so it's five. So it's five with the P90. Um, but you got, 50, uh... you got a 50 round mag.
1: The clip I saw was a Keter. The Keter. <laughs> like, but this destroyed... is the thing,
0: right? This is the thing. The Keter ammo, like, <laughs> it's not even that good. You know? It's like, what's the, what's the craziest one? SP7 is like 77? 77, 77 yeah, damage?
1: Is it 900 RPM or is it 1100? I think it depends on the model. Yeah. What's on the one model. that's that's suppressed? There's one. I saw a clip where this guy in a factory just destroyed... I, Player and then he went to Lunum and he had a slick and a wrist five helmet. Yeah, and this is uh, the thing: like the oh slick, the slick
0: ain't gonna save you, right? And the, so that yeah. the kind takes six, the kind takes six shots, and it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, if you're like rushing in and you're like point blank with somebody, you can get six shots off because it's really chaotic. You know what I mean? It's like it's, it's yeah, it's tricky. and this is kind of like partly what I touch on in in the video is that like I feel like I don't know where the slicks are gonna. You know, I did something about armor plates before, and like that's not even in yet. And then you know now we've got like leg meta is getting even better there's more options for leg meta you know running stomach protection is becoming more important than ever um and uh, you know if people have, if people seriously start running like flesh rounds like legitimately then you might even consider something with arms protection you know maybe 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 now that would be really interesting yeah because that um, would be you won't really because you basically won't take, from, from rip you won't take durability damage because it's so yeah it's so like the rounds of so little and pen that's...
1: Long as you're behind like a concrete block or like a box, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Maybe maybe it would go through the box with the new ballistic system. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I'm not it's sure. It's interesting and stuff. I don't know. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to try it. But I've never been that good at like meta anyway. Um,
1: I've I feel like I've either just same as you, not been good or just been unlucky because you're trying to shoot moving limbs. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if they're yeah. strafing and you're trying to shoot them, like yeah,
0: exactly exactly it's, it's it's difficult but um yeah it's uh it's definitely interesting it's definitely yeah. interesting so we'll have to see because i don't know how much is going to shake it up because normally with these things what happens is people run it for like a week or two and, and even if back. it's really yeah and it goes back because even if people even if it's like it's actually a funny thing in eft right even if it's really good If it's kind of niche or situational, people just like stop doing it anyway. It's like the KS, right? Like KS is still it'll still one-shot you, and you still see them, but because they're so situational, people go back to them for whatever. Because like they're so general, unless there's you know
1: yeah and more reliable yeah
0: exactly 100%. and they're like they just fit more situations and people like yeah if you're like running around memeing trying to do something very specific and thinking like oh, this is hilarious i'm going to shoot some guys kneecaps out in the factory stairs <laughs> and like you go and do that but then you're like fine okay well let's go back to running some normal raids on custom shoreline woods whatever and it's like well you're not going to take it there so people just get bored and they go okay we'll, we'll just go back to the other stuff so the the longer term meta things tend to be those you know weapons with no downsides whatsoever right and they're right. just, just good in every situation good ammo good recoil you know all of that kind of stuff um. So yeah, we'll we'll see how it we'll see how it plays out. But yeah, I'm excited to try and try it out a little bit. I really did want to try it out, but I haven't had a huge amount of uh, a huge amount of spare time to be able to. So when I do get to it, hopefully everyone else will have forgotten about it, and then I'll just turn up with my ACP vector and, you know. Speaking of situational stuff, you're gonna love this mm-hmm. transition. How about
1: the alt action velocity <laughs> muzzle velocity buffs?
0: So I I saw this one and. Okay, like, the short takeaway for me is this is good, it helps a bit, I still won't run them.
1: Yeah. It is, yeah. (laughs) I I feel you on that. And for those who wasn't, we weren't super clear, they buffed them by what, was there like a rough percentage? I don't even know.
0: I think it's the,
1: (laughs) um... Like, I want to say the DVL with the silencer, it can get to like over a hundred, I'm sorry, over a thousand... Per more meters per second or whatever the number yeah, it'll,
0: is it'll be interesting to see because i think the number that is stated because i didn't actually do a huge amount of like research into it just because i'm yeah. not really very interested in bolt actions to be honest with you and i tend to only research the stuff that i actually find interesting and you know i'm um, i don't know i'm going to use myself or i think it like super game changing i don't think this is like crazy game changing particularly but mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. i think the statistics are related to like the barrel modifiers I yeah think. yeah and so this percentage based thing yeah. So it's a percentage based thing um and i go to i mean if anybody that doesn't know how that works exactly i do actually have a video pretty much on this topic previously looking at the fastest uh, you know the fastest muzzle velocity in in the game which used to be the 416 with the espresso and i don't know whether any of these changes trump that in terms of muzzle velocity because that was that was really quite fast i think it was like 1148 or something, I've, off the top of my head, it's somewhere around that number, I think. Um closely followed by like the AK101, actually, interestingly. I think it's just because five five six is a very fast round. Um but yeah, the longest barreled like 416 used to be the, the very fastest one. And so but some of these percentage changes are like not insignificant, you know. And some of the some of the rounds in particular have quite significant like muzzle velocity buffs on them. And so when you combine that with the the barrel length change if it's you know was minus four now it's like plus plus four or four plus six or something it's actually quite a significant change overall hmm. right if it's like a swing of eight percent or something you're talking about like a thousand meters per second it's like you know 80 or something different so yeah it's like that's, yeah. yeah it could be a game changer especially with something like the dvr because i know that was kind of up there already and if you're using m993 that's also a round that has like a, a decent percentage increase chance on, on speed so maybe that would be that would be good um I tried using DVL last wipe with M993 and just basically wasted my money because I'm just a not very good at sniping, B don't enjoy it very much and C just get bored and like wander around woods and then get shot. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. But for those who like Baltis, then yeah, you know it's um it's a welcome change to try and not do anything silly that's not out of the realms of kind of you know. I mean, I'm, I hate using the word realism, but yeah, they don't want to do. They don't want to add like you know, magical properties or whatever. But it's like something that they can do that doesn't like break the immersion of the game that right right helps buff them a bit which i think is the route that they should go with them really um so yeah i think it's good i mean do you, i mean do you use Baltis that much uh, do you like him i i
1: do i mean i i find them incredibly frustrating because it's like every at like the start of the line it feels like mostly it's just like the player movement it's so unrestrictive a lot of times like they can just like spin on a dime or you know just they'll be just constantly just like jiggling and moving you know and that's just yeah but um i do just to be a
0: hipster you know but i think that's when people crack out you know the uh, dvl and that kind of stuff it's cool but yeah like i mean incidentally while we're still on the topic inertia is actually going to be a huge buff to all of these that's what i think yeah so We'll see, because yeah, people can't just like, you know, you line up the shot and then someone just decides to like do a lean or whatever and just like dodges you and just like whoop 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 right. around the corner and it's just yeah. crazy because like you you know, get various... one
1: chance, man.
0: Exactly. And after that one chance, it's just like a yeah, people scatter <laughs> and run for cover and you just never see these people again, it's um it's it's really rough. Uh, it's yeah. really rough. It's really, really rough. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe one day I'll go back to Tarkov the shooter series. Maybe one day. It's probably not this wipe though. (laughs) Uh, Yes, okay, so what else? So I've gone through those things already. I'd like, there was a couple of other bits that um, I'd like kind of noted. So today there was actually the very first fence quest, um, which is like not collector, which is kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I accepted it, but obviously haven't done anything with it yet. I don't know. Have you seen it? Like, you basically have to. Yeah. And they actually changed the wording already. So you have to kill three PMCs in one raid without killing any scavs.
1: Yeah. So. And you get plus one fence Rep.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I like this. And I think some people are thinking, like, hmm, is this daily quests? Maybe. Is this like the start of daily quests, like kind of trial, like putting it in? I don't know why they'd need to trial it really, but it's something new. I think it's
1: just because that also in tangent with that other change where <laughs> where uh, <laughs> what was it the, the fence sorry scav karma if you're in the negative scavs oh. will actively hunt you down yes this so is because of that they wanted to have something where you could you know potentially Redeemed knock out. you yeah yeah. Um, yeah that's a big change
0: that's actually a,
1: Yeah, that's a big change. I'm not sure I'm not sure. Because they they have talked about having this space for like evil scav benefits and perks. This seems to be in the opposite direction. But um yeah. I'm not sure why I'm not sure. This is yeah, this one's this one's odd to me. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think we talked about this before, just about there's only positive rewards and so no one's incentivized really, unless you just trying to troll or whatever you're just incentivized to be nice to people because you don't get anything good really from crapping on people and it's even worse now because you used to be you have to be like really low you have to be like what minus five or minus six or something before before everyone would kill on site yeah Yeah. and now it's like minus one so lower than minus one if you've been a naughty boy then uh, Santa Fence is coming he's coming for you and all of his scav army is going to kill you on site it's kind of yeah I I don't know like other than this quest there's not really a good mechanic to get out of the hole which is kind of rough, right? Yeah,
1: because yeah, then that's the thing. They're going to be hunting you down. So if you kill them, you're going to lose more points. But if you run yeah. away, like it's it's going to be really hard, actually. <laughs> yeah. But then but, um, it's also interesting, because if you do decide to kill them, right, the AI scavs, and you're the the good uh, human scav, and you see him killing those scavs, do you get karma for killing the guy that's killing the AI scavs, or did they change that? I don't I can't remember if they changed they, that behavior.
0: This one I remember we spent like five minutes going through the logic. It was like they, cha- <laughs> they changed that logic where if you so if somebody if somebody kills if a bad if a player kills a scav, gets negative karma, you kill them, you get positive karma, and someone kills you, they don't get neg they don't get positive karma. For killing you because you killed someone with negative karma, even though you got positive karma. That was the thing that got removed at that at that point. But um yeah, with this, I don't know. Like if you're you know, if you start off the raid with minus one or minus one and a half or something, like do you get positive karma as a scav that's killing him? Because if you go, oh well look, the bots are killing this guy, I don't know yet. So you right. know the bots are killing this guy, oh he must be bad because he must have killed somebody because otherwise they wouldn't scavs wouldn't be shooting at him, and then you shoot him, but because he hasn't killed anyone that raid, you end up losing karma. And then all the scouts are trying to You'd shoot you. would have to do. wait That'd be weird. till get, he yeah, kills, actually kills one. Yeah. Then go and kill him. I don't know. There's some like weird <laughs> player interactions here. It's a, it's a, yeah. bit, a bit weird. Um,
1: You could farm karma just by watching <laughs> be on the lookout for any like, good shots and then watch the guy kill him and be like, alright, time to take him out.
0: Yeah, I just wonder how many people are like less than one. I imagine it's very few. Imagine it's very, very few. I Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think it must be few and far between. I just don't know. Yeah, I just don't know. I mean, on I don't that know. note, this
1: one's interesting. That's an interesting change.
0: Yeah. On that note, though, there was um, a mention, and I, I actually can't remember which where this was. I think this was in the magazine interview again, the Russian one. Mm-hmm. Um, when mm-hmm. I was reading the transcript, and about future changes with um, you know PMC Karma as well, and about uh, you know bounty hunting for players, basically, so players who like oh, do yeah. bad things. He was talking about like a bounty hunting mechanic for. The players who like kill scavs or kill other players and have bad karma or whatever and i didn't know whether that was i mean it doesn't it doesn't say anything too specific about whether it was for players um or but it said it definitely said that like you know un npcs will hunt you down um but it'd be like i think we spoke about this before like it's such a sick idea to have players almost get like a you know a bounty hunting kind of Goal or something? Can you imagine how cool that would be? You know, like you could be, you can be the be bad really PMC cool. if you want to, and you get some advantages for that. But you could also be like, you know, the bounty hunting PMC, like hunting down the the bad guys, which would also be super cool and come with its own set of rewards. I think it'd be, um, I think it'd be really neat. I think it'd be really really neat.
1: He wanted to add. Inter- I'm going to read this verbatim: interaction yeah. between the players and was Real as in real life. In the future, they will add bounty hunting to kill players who kill scavs or scav players without reason.
0: Without reason. Interesting.
1: UN NPCs will hunt down this players. <laughs> That's so yeah. interesting.
0: I just love the idea of like spawning into raid. You know, and you're like, you know, super positive, karma person, and it's just like, yeah, you know, you get some kind of like objective or whatever, and you're like, you know, there's there's, there's a PMC group that because you could almost like I don't know. You could almost like give somebody the like the hint of what someone else's daily quest was or something i don't know i'm like imagining like a way to you know of oh, these you know this is their objective we've inter- inter- intercepted some whatever so you kind of like have a chance of running into them but they might not be going to do that you know but you have some maybe like some information or some idea or maybe some where they, like, on roughly, them. Yeah. yeah some intel of some kind roughly where they've spawned or whatever um and maybe like the you know the their rewards are going to be good if they manage to get in and out and not die. But then, and your rewards are great. If you actually manage to go and yeah. like, go and take them out, it'd be like, it would be, be super, super cool. cool.
1: Yeah. It really
0: would. So, you know, obviously a system like that has to be implemented quite carefully, but it sounds like they're looking to do something along those lines. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to like other NPCs going in though. I really am. I actually think it's going to be amazing if you've got the different factions. Yeah. Like the UN peacekeepers and they're around certain areas and the, you know, the Russian yeah. army are there and, yeah, Black Division, obviously, and um, you know, all, all the other stuff is it's gonna be it's gonna be super cool. It's gonna be super cool. I'm I'm really looking forward to that kind of thing, especially like the UN. I don't know why. I'm just kind of looking looking forward to that, um, and how they implement it and like what that, what the ramifications are for that. If you're actually just going around like killing everyone, it's gonna be. I hope it doesn't go the same way as Scav Karma is at the moment, and I still hope that Scav Karma is tweaked further. So, that, as you said, there are some benefits to being a bad Scav because. You kind of want people on both ends of the spectrum because, at the moment, is as we said, you know, on, on the podcast where we talked about this a lot, that it's kind mm-hmm. of go. We've gone from like one extreme to the other, um, completely. Yeah. So that everybody's just pretty much everyone's just friendly. Um, so yeah, you know, let's hope they continue to to add that stuff. That's that's what I hope anyway. There was something
1: somewhere, and I can't really find it, but there was talks of open world after um Streets like this will be like the first, uh, I don't know how you would phrase it, like testing grounds or, or whatnot for open world, because like streets is like they're aiming for like a two hour raid, and they're even considering spawning players in middle of the raid, which is like, dude, that's like maybe that infills thing that was being referenced on the yeah the yep. Kita with uh, Jesse Kazam and the pod on the podcast,
0: yes i think it would be amazing honestly like i was reading another i think there was a reddit thread actually this week about how some of the weakest parts of the game are the way that the spawning mechanics work and that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. you know they're trying to take away some of the um what's what's the what's the word like the uh not reliability is the wrong word but you know the 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 fact that everybody knows where everything spawns. Yeah, and the the lack of... Yeah, predictability. That's the perfect word, predictability. Because they're taking away the the loot being in very, very specific spots and spreading it out and giving it a test and seeing what happens. So now, really, the player spawns are probably one of the most um, critical things left. And no matter what you do with player spawns, nothing changes the fact that everybody arrives at the same time. And now that they've mixed the loot up a bit, now it kind of matters a little bit less whether you're first in you know yeah Um, that's true so that they've kind of like broken that link a little bit between people being like oh well everyone needs spawn at the same time because otherwise everyone's gonna go to the good rooms get all the loot And now everybody's reeing on the internet because you know none of the rooms have any good loot in them anymore and all the keys are worthless so it's like okay well now we've broken the link now you can just do what you like with with spawning and i think you know i was it last time when i mentioned like what i would like which is and somebody said in chat it's like a daisy style system where like you can spawn in kind of at any time there's like open raids and then the loot can spawn at any time as well so you don't know whether it's going to be there or not whether people have been there or not and anything like that and um it feels like they're moving (laughs) towards something of that nature I think I think yeah it's easy to implement and it makes the game more dynamic and you just never know whether you're alone or not and it's like yeah in our raids right you know at the beginning it's fully populated you know half an hour into a raid there's maybe gonna be two or three of you left, yeah, you know, and that's about it, and so that's you yeah. kind of know what's happening with that, and I think that actually takes away especially when you're more experienced, right it takes away some of the the fear like the the sort of the horror of the game in some sense because yeah, yeah you, there's so many more things that you just like you just know you know where people are gonna have spawned roughly you know where they're gonna be exfiling that kind of thing you at least um,
1: know the check, you know what I mean mm, like yeah you, you have like some information, i guess yeah you know there's yeah. a chance that this well, this player will spawn here at least you know yeah exactly and then you can go further yeah. it's like if you don't see players on your side of the map you could almost infer that there's a big squad on the other side of the map you know
0: yeah because that like obviously factory is not really like a eft style map really right because it's, it's small and mm-hmm. very arena um which is fine but yeah that point if you take it to its logical extreme which is on factory and you, you're so low and you're in the forklift and you come through and there's no one at glass and there's no one down the left and you're like yeah watch itself," <laughs> you know and you go to you then pretty much guaranteed to have a huge fight in the office corridor if you so wish um so yeah that kind of like information by omission is as powerful as kind of like the direct information that you know oh somebody's over there because i you know i saw them at spawn or whatever the fact that someone isn't there tells you something too that's very true That's for every tree.
1: Yeah. It'd be interesting because I'm thinking of it like maybe you load into a map or, you know, yeah, a map. And then you spawn somewhere. But, you know, you're like in the middle of a raid. Would you even have like a raid timer, like a time to get out? Um, Because now how it works is like everyone has a shared timer. So would people have their each individual timers? Would the timers just be removed? Like, I don't know. It's kind
0: of interesting. My idea would that each time, well, each each X fill might have its own timer, for example. Ooh,
1: and they could possibly open and close.
0: Maybe open and close, but just to have like, you know, yeah, you could have like a window or something, you know, you could have a graphic or something saying that it's like, you know, it's not open for 10 minutes and then it's going to be open for 10 and then it's going to be closed after that you know, there's, there's ways that you could represent that on screen. Um, that's interesting. I was, but I was thinking like, yeah, each X, maybe it has like, even if you didn't do that, you know, each one's got its own, you know, so like, yeah, you've always got the, what, you know, one that's going to be open for a full hour, but if you're, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that's kind of the wrong way to do it. Cause you're kind of then incentivizing people to leave early, but you know, there's lots of ways to make it like dynamic in that sense. Sure, so that, sure are only open at certain times and all this kind of stuff, which would make it yeah more interesting. I think um I think it'll be good. There's like so much stuff to do, so much cool stuff. I'm I I'm so looking forward to like New map Inertia Void. Those that like honestly those things uh oh, yeah. it's going to be amazing.
1: I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited for Inertia because I'm very curious to see how it's like how it's going to feel, you know what I mean? Because apparently the jumping mechanic is like very basic. Um there's like no physics involved. It's just like it's it's like pre-calculated. It's like an arch effort. It described. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see. And then of course, VoIP, as that. Like that that could play out in a number of ways. I don't even know. That's it's all very interesting. And you know, yeah. To have Karma. I never would expect it would turn out like this. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> I don't think anybody thought it was going to turn out exactly like this. And on the, the way yeah. they did it with. um with the various events i mean yeah like (laughs) no it's just it's just weird it's just it's hard to hard to know how these things will work out unless you actually just put them in place which is kind of what the whole system's for but um yeah i'm I'm interested about inertia because i don't know whether it'll end up being a positive for a player like myself like i'm not i don't really consider myself you know like a close quarters like expert in in eft Mm -hmm. i tend to play most of my raids outside as i've said before and you know i i did kind of fix that a bit when i played factory just like nonstop for about a month um, so that helped um but you know i'm still you know you look at the guys who are like the you know the top guys some of the stuff they do is just honestly outrageous i always reference glorious because yeah. his his twitter feed is just the best thing that i've ever seen in eft but it's just just crazy but i think the whole like you know the the little about <clears throat> But you know, like you, you like literally peek out for like a split yeah. second, and then get a shot off. Like <laughs> that, I assume is going to be gone, and so the leaning is going to be slower. I don't
1: know. Um,
0: I don't know either because leaning might not end up getting the treatment, but we'll we'll see. Um, but it's just, it's a funny one because like yeah, it's going to slow it down a bit, and it's like I was thinking about this, just like is this going to be a good thing in all situations? I don't know. Like two guys in two rooms. Like, how do you actually? how How do you get out of that situation, do you know what I mean with that, like if there's not an obvious flank route, say you're both in like resort or something and one guy's like mm-hmm. pinned in one of the rooms, it's like how do you unlock that stalemate like what tools do you have in your arsenal now to unlock the stalemate because like now you can be you know hyper aggressive as a way to kind of like fix that, I suppose, even though it's not necessarily that great for gameplay, it's just like it, there's a way out, but you don't want to end up in a situation where two players are just like they're both locked in the in their room because. Either one person's kind of like you know got that angle, and if you peek out, you instantly die. I don't. I don't know. It's 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 a weird one. I'm not quite sure well, how it's going to play out.
1: If it's going to work, how I think it would work is like you have to build up enough. You have to accelerate to top speed, right? Yeah. So, whereas before, you know now you can just sit like like an inch or like a millimeter behind cover and just tap a key, and you're at max speed. You know what I mean? So that leads to like jiggle peeking so now you couldn't do that you have to give yourself enough space to reach full speed which means for the person holding the angle you could hear them accelerating ideally you know so you have like more time to prep instead of like you know a millisecond reaction time like this is just like you know um and then the other thing too i think is going to be interesting is that you know say you're in a situation where you're both you know you this guy's you came around the corner, and there's no cover, and then there's a guy just appeared out of nowhere, and you're both just like in out in the open. But like the the de facto thing to do is to spam ad. You know what I mean? Like there's there's yeah. zero there's zero consequences for it. Whereas now there's, there should be some consequences for it. So you may have to like you could still strafe, but if it's anything like CS:GO, you have to do like much longer strafes. You know because you got to build up that momentum. And then, when you go to counter strafe, if you have to slow down to a halt and then build it back up. So, I think it's going to make it more punishing, more methodical. It was like, in my mind, it's going to add, if assuming it's like, you know, however they implemented, I don't know. It could be complete dog shit to be honest. But if it's if it's how I think it's going to work, I think it's going to be really good change in terms of like, making it more methodical, adding a layer of, like, depth and, like, decision-making, you know? Do I go for... Do I hold this angle, or do I just, like, strafe out, you know? Oh, I'm out in cover. I can only do so many more... Like, I only have a limited amount of, like, quick, high, uh, top-velocity movement before I, you know, have to, like, come to a halt. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think it's just, like, I just can't predict it, and it depends. It's... The funny thing about inertia is, for me, it's all about it's all about feel it's less about like yeah. you know, the numbers or whatever and like obviously there's numbers in the background but it's going to be about feeling how how does it feel to play it and whether yeah. it works or not and i think in some like some situations it's going to i mean this is this is clearly going to make holding angles and kind of like camping e style behavior not camping necessarily but you know what i mean like camping style behavior more powerful in some ways and I don't think in every situation that's necessarily going to be good. So we're, we're going to have to see. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm, very, I'm like I'm excited to see what's going to happen, but I'm much more mixed on it. Like I'm excited about VoIP because I think that the baseline for VoIP is like it is now. So it either does nothing or it's going to be like hugely transformational. And I think that the downsides are very limited. Whereas like inertia, I feel like it could significantly change some situations so that like you know eft already like we, we forget because we've played the game for so long that sometimes you end up in some serious like stalemates where one dude like camps a body for like 40 minutes i feel like that kind of thing <laughs> only gets that's... worse in certain situations with like inertia and stuff like not that i don't think they should add it i definitely think that we should add it and try it and see how it feels but i do think that kind of thing like and that that's sort of like it used to not bother me right because i had loads more time but these days it kind of like that sort of thing frustrates me a little bit more because it's like it's not necessarily interesting it's just like like being super patient isn't necessarily that interesting um which is why i'm kind of intrigued of ways to break the stalemate and that's kind of what grenades and other stuff is for um someone in chat was saying you know smoke grenades petition for more better smokes definitely think more smokes should be in the game <laughs> yeah. especially if there's more inertia you know moving from cover to cover is going to be more important because um There's actually like a video on the back burner that I'm like, I'm not going to make for ages, but kind of like some of the principles about like the differences between some games. You know, it's like you look at a map in Apex Legends, for example, and you look at a map in Escape Mm -hmm. from Tarkov. And even though the maps may look similar, they play out completely differently in each game because like moving from cover to cover in EFT is even now is much harder because your character is quite slow. As in something like Apex, your character is so fast. Cover is actually like theoretically closer right the time to move from one piece of cover to another is very low whereas in mm-hmm. eft it's you know fairly high and in something like squad it's like it takes ages um and so this kind of just like you know if you if you want to add more stuff like this then you need more ways for people to to be able to um interact with the environment in that way because like the existing like smoke grenades we have are just complete crap um they just don't That's do anything and no one uses them
1: yeah, that's a good point because one of the tools is the, the typical sprinting across the doorway looking, you know, alt looking, you know, because yeah. you sort of like you you can literally if you're fast enough, you can literally as soon as you go behind, like as soon as you cross the door and go behind the wall, you could literally do a 180 still holding W and run back the other direction. Like it's it's kind of insane, you know, human inputs, but you could do it in theory. Yeah. so um if that goes away then that's a tool because that was like the you know a guy's holding an angle in dorms you just sprint from one side of the hall to the, hall, the other hall and you can like try to spot him meanwhile he's trying to play a rhythm game and trying to hit you but it's extremely hard because it's literally just like the flash like you know
0: yeah and some of the issues with networking and stuff don't don't really help yeah
1: so. for sure
0: yeah hopefully we get some hopefully we get some better stuff on that too i don't think you know it's just the ongoing yeah ongoing problems with that, but uh, we'll see. Hopefully they're making some headway. Maybe Unity will help. Who knows? Was, those are the very hard problems to solve, I think. For sure, for sure. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, um, gosh, there was
0: so much stuff this week. So much I stuff. Just was just there so
1: anything much... else you want to close out with? or?
0: Uh, not really. I mean, I d- <laughs> the only thing I'll just mention just very quickly for like, you know, 20 seconds was, I was like, mulling over like where we get our information from for eft and it's kind of scattered and that's sort of what bsg like and there's some stuff on reddit and some stuff on twitter and whatever and i was like you know what i'll put out a poll i'll find out i'll find out what what my viewers like to see so i put out a poll being like where'd you like to get your data from from eft and uh everybody on um, my youtube channel picked youtube and as some many people pointed <laughs> out maybe putting the youtube in the list on youtube on a poll on youtube was not the best way to get an unbiased set of data so with, <laughs> <laughs> with that hindsight that okay. poll was maybe slightly foolish um, <laughs> but i was like how like what what are i supposed to do like post something on twitter about where to get the good i i don't know i know what i should have done in hindsight is i should have written outside of youtube where do you like to get your information from that would have been a much more fair poll which maybe i'll maybe i'll put up i was just like it was just on a whim and i was like i haven't done a poll for ages and i was like had this like question on my mind and i was like huh because i was thinking about it because it's like there's so much information all over the place um there's like an interview here and there's this russian translation over here and then there's (laughs) nice guy talking about this thing here and then there's a post on on um on reddit and then there's like you know logical solutions like putting up things on twitter and i was like it's so like scattered and then there's like the discord as well with the official wiki and i was like you have so many sources like i don't know like because I, I was just wondering over, like is there some kind of uh is there any advantage to kind of like collating some of that from other places i was thinking especially reddit because i know a lot of people don't like to go on reddit and i i've sort of i'm slowly getting back into it whether there was some benefit mm-hmm. of kind of like collating some stuff and the killers thing was was on reddit and everyone picked that up and that's great but i think maybe there might be some more gems that aren't necessarily you know oh, for sure so widely popularized that could could almost be kind of like consolidated somewhere that's kind of like the the trail of thought i was thinking about and i was like just put this poll out and i was like oh yeah this is like a complete lesson in just like bias and uh you know in data collection and stuff which i should have i should have done better but it was it was quite funny to be honest to get an 80 percent youtube <laughs> answer out of it so i got basically no information and i got a lot of funny comments from people as well talking about you know what's their favorite platform like pc and like telegram and all sorts of just like random <laughs> answers which which is good so i got a good laugh from the community so it wasn't all bad <laughs>
1: It is kind of nice, though, of YouTube, because you can, it is sort of like the, it's such a nice media to consume, because it's visual and audio, and then you get, like, all the sources from everything, like, you got Logic, Twitter, other YouTube videos, Reddit, like, it is sort of a nice platform for that.
0: Yeah. Oh, and the other thing about YouTube, like, just a life hack for everybody, because I'm, like, my, honestly, like, you, I mean, people who can see all the video, like, my life's completely insane right now, so (laughs) I've been watching all my YouTubes on at least one and a half times speed. And some mm. people who are very clear, I can listen to on two times. Not everybody, but some people I can listen to on two X. Um, especially if you have like subtitles up, so you can just be like, Oh, it's like an eight minute update video or whatever. And you're just like, Hey, oh, it's nice to go here. <laughs> like reading the It's like and you get all the info and it's like super fast. So, you know, once you get used to it, you can actually listen to this stuff in like super speed and like watch the videos in half the time, which is like just what I need right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hashtag life out. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Cool,
0: <laughs> I think that wraps it up,
1: dude. There is so much news. I feel like I'm forgetting so. Like, just we'll just have to catch up next. Yeah, next we'll have to week. catch
0: up next week. Distill some of this stuff and um, and see see where we're at.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, we'll wrap it up there, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Always appreciate the support. And yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. See you, see you later.